This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s. Red Division, Central Catholic, DeVilbus, Macumber, Scott, Stark, Woodward, Blue Division, Bowser, Libby, Rogers, St. Francis, St. John's, Wake, Cardinal Stritch, Toledo City League. This is the Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s podcast. You got to chill, 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 chill. Man, just to see somebody write on the page, hey, that was my uncle, that was my brother. That's right. Thank you so very much. You know, man, what that means to them, man, I can't replace that. Toledo athletes of the 70s and 80s, welcome to the show. Toledo Rogers, track star and legend, Sherry Perry Isaac. How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. Rams in the house. Former Ohio State defensive end, Toledo High School standout, all-state defensive end, Dennis Houston. Good evening, man. Thanks for having me. Toledo Scott Bulldog, Toledo City League Hall of Famer, Felicia Hill. The city was full of girls that was balling. This podcast can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. This is Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s Podcast. Welcome to the show, Jim Jennings. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing good, Hank. Good to see you, man. Hey, it's good to see you. And for the family, uh, yes, we can see one another. And you look well. You look like you can still call a few plays. And I have to let everybody know that Jim was our quarterback at Toledo Macumber Whitney. We won a championship together. And it's, it's an honor to have you on the show, brother. Thank you. I appreciate you saying so, man. It's good to be here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I can remember uh, as far back as uh, junior high, but I want you to tell the family exactly uh, some of your humble beginnings. Where did you go to junior high school? Uh, I went to Old West End Junior High School. Yeah. And uh, while I was going to Old West End, I actually played ball at uh, Cherry School, which was my elementary school. And uh we uh, played ball out at uh, Joey Brown Park. That's where we practiced and and had you know our home games at Joey Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you did you start? Were you a quarterback at that time as well? Has that always been your position? Um, actually, when I was in the seventh grade, was my first year playing ball, and um, there was another quarterback that went to Macumber that was at Cherry School, Jimmy Huth. He was also, he was a quarterback. He was a, he was a year ahead of me. So he was in the eighth grade. I was in the seventh. He, um, he played quarterback. We had uh, a lot of good players. There was a running back that went to Scott later that uh, also played on that team. Uh, Brian Hunt was his name. Mm -hmm. Weenie. Weenie Weenie was dynamite. 
And uh, so we have, you know, we had a really nice team. Um, it was my first year playing and uh, I was just looking for a spot, man. So guess where I played? <laughs> center. <laughs> I played, I played center. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then the All next right. year, next year came back and, uh, and played quarterback. That was my first year playing quarterback uh, in the eighth grade. After that uh, came out to try out for the uh, Mac number freshman team. And I have to tell you, man, when I stepped out on that field, I was, I was coming from a little pond where I was a big fish <laughs> into a big <laughs> pond where I was a little fish, if you know what I mean. Oh, absolutely. There was so much talent that walked out onto that freshman field that day. There was so much talent um, that um, I decided, you know, as they were looking at different positions and who wanted to play what, mm-hmm. they uh, they said, who wants to play quarterback? And about four brothers, you know, that all had mad skills, stepped forward. And I thought to myself, maybe I'll play fullback. <laughs> 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 so so I started out playing fullback at Matt Cumber as a freshman and uh one thing led to another the uh the passing game was going downhill fast <laughs> and finally John Johnson stepped up and he said yes sir can anybody here throw the damn football <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him too yeah so I said to I stepped forward I said I can throw the football coach <laughs> Nice. He, nice. He said, he said, somebody, he threw me a ball. He said, let's see you do it. I, so I take a, took a few throws. He says, you're no longer a fullback, son. You're a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's, you know, that was just a couple games into my freshman year. And, um, and, you know, the rest basically was history after yeah. that. Yeah. Well, one of one of the one of my fond memories of uh coming into Mac of course I came out in 85 so you were ahead of me uh but the one thing that I remember distinctly is how we rallied around you and how you led the team and you you were our leader and it said, it gives me chills cuz I can still remember the day when we walked out in the glass bowl and they predicted that we were going to lose that game in the whole 9 yards but this ain't about me so I'm trying to pitch it back to you, but, but I just want the family to understand how you came into the quarterback position and you ran, you were like our um, Peyton Manning. Cause you, you could call the play, tell it, tell us where to line up, send us where we needed to be and so on. So that, that's a very, that's a, that's a memory that I have. Johnson was a fanatic when it came to me knowing not only my position and the That's plays right. that I had, but I had to know everybody else's position, you know, they're, right. where they were supposed to be going and doing. And then and, and there were times when I was so hyped for the game, but I couldn't get too overly hyped because I couldn't think straight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Had a lot of, right. had a lot of things going on in my head and I couldn't get overly, you know, overly hyped up because it was so, so much to remember. Exactly. So tell us about a story. Um, I think I know this. Well, I've heard of the story, but I remember uh, you coming in and you getting your first start. And where did that happen on whose field and who were you playing at that particular time? Uh, I do believe my first start. So it was my sophomore year. Yes. 
my sophomore year. And right at the beginning of the season, we were going through a little thing where there was a, co- a quarterback competition going on. And I yes. hadn't, I was super young and I hadn't quite secured my starting position just yet. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it was about the, uh, I don't know, it must have been sometime around the uh, central game. Okay. My, my sophomore year. Okay. And um, we played central at start because mm-hmm. at the time, because at the time central didn't have a home field either. That's right. And it was their home game or we would have, we played our home games at Bowser at the time. Yes. And down in the Valley and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and central, decided to play their this particular game at start so it was a hard fought ball game man and it was back and forth but we managed to squeak out that win which was basically the thing that you know that game was the game that always seemed to define who was going to go to the champion to the shoe bowl that's right um you know and represent the red division and uh we ended up beating them that afternoon and um which uh was my first start, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the but the one that I really remember was the next game when we were homecoming night against Scott. Yes, at Bowser. So I actually got the first start against Central, but the one that really you know where I knew I was, I knew that that was my spot. Now you know what I yeah. mean. Where I, yeah. and we and we were getting see. I grew up in the Scott district. That's right, and. I went to Old West End, and it was quite possible that I was going to end up at Scott. And but I had some friends of mine that were going to Mac Cumber. We ended up going to a couple of Mac Cumber games um, that you know my eighth grade year, and I got to see this team that was just absolutely dynamite, you know. And I thought to myself, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I want to be a part of that. So uh, anyways, back to that uh, Scott game, that homecoming game. I know I heard you and Juice having the conversation about uh, different uh, rivalries and such. And there was no doubt it was the Scott Macumber rivalry, man. That was the absolute monster. You know, it was it was a big deal. And uh, growing up in the Scott district, you know, I it was heated over there, man. <laughs> so, so uh, sophomore year, we're at Scott. I mean, I'm sorry, we're at Bowser playing Scott, homecoming night. Adrian Woodson playing tailback. Mm-hmm. We get the ball first. I take the very first snap from center, man. Turn, I pivoted out, handed Adrian the football, man, on a – on like a 42 dive, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The fu- mm-hmm. fullback, fullback went through the whole first. I handed Adrian the football. He went through the whole second. And there was a pile of dust, and Adrian stayed down, man. He broke yeah. his ankle, man. Broke his ankle, yeah. Broke his ankle. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought – you know, when I handed him the football, he took it like Superman. You know what I mean? Like, right. I thought I thought I was literally handing the football off to Superman. You know. <laughs> and then when and when this happened, I was like shell shocked. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe what just happened here. Mm-hmm. And on the very first play from scrimmage, you know, 
And uh, I says to the I says to the guys in the huddle, you know, <laughs> listen, man, we're going to have to overcome this. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to have we're going to have to find a way. And um, it was uh, the team rallied, man. The team rallied mm-hmm. around that injury, you know, and um, we got and that and we turned that game. We turned the heat up on that game quite, quite high, man. It was uh-huh. intense. It, it was intense. We put a 30 to nothing knockout. That's right. That night, man, 30 to zero. That's right. And, uh, and it was the first time that I, it was like the first time that I ever threw a long ball that landed in high school. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I was, uh, we were running that little 36 pass, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. um, and and the guy that was supposed to be covering uh, Steve McDade, who mm-hmm. was the Steve was the wideout. Big Steve was the wideout, <laughs> and he took off straight down the uh, he took off straight down the sideline, and uh, and the guy that was supposed to be covering him came up and was covering and took the guy that was going out into the flat, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. leaving leaving Steve wide open going down the sideline, mm-hmm. and I. And I pulled up and threw a long ball, man. And uh, and at the, and Jeff Armstrong was playing safety for Scott at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And Jeff's coming across the coming across the field sideways, you know, going to try and make a play on this mm-hmm. ball. And uh, I put some nice air under it, man. And, <laughs> and, and, and good thing I did because he just barely missed tipping this ball, and it landed right in Steve's hands, man. And he took yeah. that down the sidelines for for our, like. I don't know. I think it was like 57 yards that day, you know? And wow. I tell you that was, that was such a shot of adrenaline for me Mm because I I was, I was a little kid playing a big kids game right now. I'm playing with people like, you know, David Johnson and, and Dennis Houston and Jeff Armstrong. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I had just turned 15 years old a couple months before that, you know what I mean? I'm 15 years old playing against these guys, man. And that, probably had no business playing against that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I have to say, I have to say, Jim, um, we didn't feel like you weren't supposed to be there. We felt like you belong and you oh. were, you were our guy. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you saying so, man. That took a, that took a, there was a transition in there somewhere, you know, where I yeah. went from, I went from being the 15 year old to the field general, you know That's what I right. mean? And, and that was, that was painful at times. That transition hurts sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we, we never, I guess being 14, 15, some of us 16, of course you guys were older than me. We never felt like you were uh, in a painful state. We just always looked at you like he's our leader. He's going to put us in the right position. He's going to get us down the field and we're going to win. That's how we Man. felt. Man, I tell you, yeah. So when I was about that age, about that fifteen-year-old age, I, and I knew I was going to be starting in that giant Scott game, I went to my dad and I said, "Hey, Dad, listen. Between me and you, I'm kind of nervous, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, and then my dad dropped this little dime on me that like lived with me for the rest of my life. He said, "Listen," he said, "They're no bigger than you are." They're no stronger than you are, and they're no faster than you are. He said, if they beat you, it's because they wanted it more than you did. 
<laughs> so from that point forward, man, I, I was thinking, while he's telling me the story, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, technically they are bigger than I am. I think they're <laughs> faster and stronger, <laughs> but I'm going to have to want it even that much more. You know what I mean? Indeed. So, uh, so over the course of the next couple of years, and by the time that, you know, you and I really were playing ball strong together, yeah, um, you know, I had found myself and, and got my feet underneath me and, and, and it put a lot of practice and time and energy and effort and, you know, in, into developing, you know, my, my, uh, my position. And, yeah. and I was so, so glad to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. I just hope, I hope, and I'm sure you have that you've shared some of the stories uh, with your, with your sons and, and, and sit, so that, so that they could, I know they hear dad tell the stories and all of that, but I think it's even more special when you hear, someone else speak of your dad and speak of, you know, what he, what he accomplished. And the city league was loaded with talent when we came through and especially over there, Scott, and we were able to put four in a row on them. You know, when we were in high school, they never beat you. They never beat me. Right. And also we were able to go and compete with what was considered one of the best teams in the state. And we beat them in the city championship because they missed going to the state like we did when we had that Whitmer loss. And so, but we, we were, I, I never will forget you going down the sideline on Whitmer. I just knew you were going to score. I swear to oh, God, I was oh. like, he's gone. <laughs> I thought I was too, man. I thought I was. I'm sorry. I one, digressed. <laughs> one, one guy to beat man. And he cut me down like a he, big tree. He did. He did. He went, I think he kind of, looked like he was going to waste tackle then he went low or something like that it was something yeah, crazy. yeah 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 man i so yeah that whitmer thing it, it's it's lived with me my whole lifetime you know man. because uh my kids ended up going to whitmer oh really and, okay. uh, yeah. yeah so i yeah. got to i got to live that moment over you know those yeah. kind of moments over and over because my sophomore year uh went out there and it was so physical, man. That that yeah. game was so physical. Yeah. Um, and we lost three to nothing. My junior year went out there, another very hard fought battle. I mean battle. Lost the game three to nothing. Yeah. And then when I got to my senior year, yeah. I thought to my I told myself, I said, listen, I don't know what the score is gonna be, but it's not gonna be three to nothing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Guess what the score was? Three, three to, to nothing. nothing man. Yeah. Three to nothing. The guy hit the guy hit a forty-seven yard field goal in high school to beat us three to nothing. What, exactly. Right. And over, that kept, yeah. Yeah. And, and that kept us from Yeah, right. that kept us out of the state playoffs. Yeah. And we had a six six guy who almost blocked the, the dang field goal. And they captured that image in the blade. And so we we just it was just a tough game. It wasn't uh it wasn't definitely not your fault. You put us in position several times to score in that game. So uh, they 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 were just tough. Yeah. They oh my god, I tell you, it seemed like they had about fourteen players on the on the field at any time. You know. <laughs> I remember. I I do remember this. I think it was halftime. It was probably halftime, or somewhere during the game. You came off the field and you said, you told Coach Johnson, you said, look, when we're calling odd and even, they're 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 stacking that side because we're calling the side we're going to. We got to. We got to change that. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, 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 I think I do. Yeah, yeah. It was a that was a hard fought football game, man. Those the, the Whitmer was stacked back then. You know, yeah. think about it. Think about it for a minute. They had like a thousand kids in every graduating class. They had That's like right. four four thousand students in their school. 
That's right. We had 850 in our entire school. That's right. Like, you know, it was, we, we were so much smaller than they were, you know, population wise. And when you have that many more people, you know, you got that many more people to choose football, you know, a good That's football right. team from, you know, so. But Johnny always used to say they can only play 11 at a time. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. so, so let's let's fast forward a little bit. And I know um, it was great seeing you, by the way, at the Mac Humbury event. It was great you seeing you. And you, you, you see where I, where I went. As soon as I yeah. saw you, I was like, let's line up. Let's go win another one. Because I get hyped <laughs> every time I see you. I'm like, let's go play. <laughs> I tell you, man. I was, hey, so while we're on the subject, man, I, I wanted to before – before he gets away from me, I wanted to thank you for protecting my blind side. You know what I mean? Hey, no problem. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate I appreciate the confidence in you, man. I was able to make all city that year, so I think I did a relatively okay job. Oh man, yeah. I was just uh I was just looking over a couple plays the other day, that one that uh that um Fred Hogue took to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude dude, you totally pancaked your guy, didn't you? <laughs> yes. You totally pancaked him. I I couldn't believe, I was like, had to watch it back a couple of times to watch that block because you totally floored him. But uh, I appreciate that, Jim. Hey, uh, before we wrap things up at this podcast, I would, I would not be my, uh, be myself if I didn't talk to you about the biggest game that we've ever played in together. Right. I mean, for a lot of people that might've been the championship game at, you know, at, at UT that day, that was huge. Right. Right. For me. Do you remember the Saturday night special that we played against Central at Rogers, man? I was going to say Central. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So so listen to this story, man. I hope you got time. and You can Absolutely. edit it out or whatever. Go man. ahead. But, uh, so listen to this story, man. So my, I told you my sophomore year, we beat Central. My junior year, we were scrimmaging late, mm-hmm. and, I su- and I suffered a terrible, terrible ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. and took me weeks a few weeks to get over it right well it just so happened that I was about 75 to 85 percent over it the week of the central game and uh but I didn't practice like on Monday or Tuesday I think it was and John Johnson had a very strict rule if you didn't practice every day of the week you didn't play Friday mm-hmm. night Nick Saban before Nick Saban was Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. So, but I went to Johnny, man. I went to Johnny practically on bended knee and everything, man. And I said, listen, Johnny, I know the rules, man. I know I can beat this team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I can beat this team, right? I can, I can do enough to help our team get over that hump. Right. Because we, we had the mad, you know, mad talent all around me. Mm-hmm. But I but I felt like I could do enough to get us over that hump. And uh, dude, he looked me straight in the face. He said, you know, the rules. He said, no. So dig this, man. So we're winning the football game. I'm riding the pine the whole time. I'm, I'm ready to go. But I'm sitting on the bench. We're winning the football game. Mm-hmm. I think we're up. We're up like four points. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and then with like a minute and a half left in the game, they busted a long touchdown run, man, and scored, and uh, or the, the huge run down to the two, and later, and none of the next mm-hmm. play scored, which put them up. 
Now remind you, I went to Johnny and asked him, please, Johnny, let mm-hmm. me do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me do this. And, uh, anyways, uh, with a minute and a half left in the game, Johnson comes over to me and says, warm up. So I start warming up real quick. I'm going to go in with a minute 35 or a minute 36 on the clock. Uh-huh. I drop back. I get, I get mad pressure, dude. I get mad, bad pressure on me. Uh-huh. And, and I tried to force something. And as I was getting hit, the ball fluttered and was intercepted. Looked like I lost the game, man, when technically I had, I, I had begged to play the game and didn't get to because of this ankle thing. And, and, uh, and I'm riding it. I'm riding home a couple of days later on the uh, central bus, man, because I, I live down the street from central. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm on the 19A <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. and this, this cute girl from central's, you know, sitting the next seat over from me. And I, I said to her, that was some football game Friday night, wasn't it? She was like, she says, oh, yeah, that was a good game. She said, did you see that quarterback from Matt Cumber throw that interception at the last second? <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> sure did. Sure did wow. see that. So from that day, man, from from that day, 365 days dude i did nothing but live for that next central game yes sir then they bumped that that friday night central game to a saturday night special at rogers they said that there were six thousand people standing room only wrapped around that whole place man and uh it was packed all the other city league teams were there and uh we were I don't know. We were a couple minutes into the second quarter mm-hmm. and uh, we were running, running a pass play to the right. Daryl Brown was split out left mm-hmm. and, uh, and he took off and I did, I was going right. I, I was looking right. I had a lots of receivers outright and, but he blew right past his guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And John Johnson, sent a sent the next play in and he said daryl brown was wide open left he said run the same play <laughs> throw backside <laughs> wow. so we ran the we ran the exact same play and daryl freaking blew by this guy man and uh central's big strong safety that was you know their superstar was playing uh safety mm-hmm. and and when i rolled to the right he rolled with me in that direction. And when I stopped and turned the other direction, man, it was like everything started going in slow motion there for a second. You know Got what him. I mean? It was, <laughs> it was like the, the whole world slowed down for just a quick minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I laid one up there, man, like a long ball. And uh, Daryl ran right underneath it, man. And, and that place exploded. Yes, sir. It was huge. It, I forget if it was it, somewhere in the 60 yard range, you know, oh, yeah. and, uh, I remember that one. Yes. Oh man, It was, <laughs> it was a, it was a thing of beauty. Man. It was, that's a fact. I remember oh, that. Oh my one. God. Greatest, mo- greatest football moment in my life, man. When that ball, <laughs> when that, when that ball landed in his arms, man. Yes, indeed. Oh my gosh. You remember when we came out of the, uh, out of the, um, locker room that day, man. And we all, and we were all in black. And yep. we went and we went single file. Yes. 
nobody was talking nobody was all hyped up none of that dude we were strictly business man yeah, we were we, we, we were coming for blood dude i mean <laughs> the defense absolutely tore john keller up that game dude man they, what was it four interceptions four interceptions four knockdown passes like six sacks the the, the the dude literally came out in a horse collar the next the next week you know what i mean he yeah, was playing yeah. quarterback yeah. with a horse collar on because yeah. they gave him they broke his nose gave him whiplash <laughs> <laughs> dude the uh the defense you know have you ever seen a defense like that in your whole I, life not in my all of my football experience have i ever experienced a defense like that not at all right Right. I posted something on uh, on the faith on the web page there of Toledo Athletes mm-hmm. um about that defense, you know? Yeah. Listen to this statistic, man. Wait, Port Clinton, Central, Scott, DeVilbus, Woodward, Whitmer, Stark, and St. Francis, all of them combined a total point scored ten. Mm-hmm. They had 10, all of those games that I just mentioned, 10 points against us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were times that, the, you know, it was hard to play quarterback at a, at a, <laughs> <laughs> on a team like that. It was a lot of fun to stand over there and watch, I tell you. But uh, exactly, you know, there were times when um, we would get up 10, 15 points and Johnny would shut her down. You know what I mean? We'd go three yards in a cloud of dust because uh, <laughs> because nobody was going to get any points on this defense. You know, exactly. Even, and if they did, they certainly weren't going to get two touchdowns on this defense. So exactly, exactly. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was something to watch, man. Yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah. So let's let's fast forward a little bit. So after high school, tell us about uh, what Jim Jennings did after high school. Well, I knew we were going to get to this point of the conversation. I'd so much rather talk about football <laughs> because, you know, when when you're a three-year starter and you finish yeah. with a championship and, you know, all that, everybody just expects that you're going to go to college, right, mm-hmm. on, a, on a full ride to somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, my family situation was, was um, difficult, you know. Uh, I never really – had the money per se to go off to college mm-hmm. and the scholarship that, you know, I, I was offered a couple partial scholarships, you mm-hmm. know, that, but it, and, and in all honesty, I didn't, I wasn't the great, I wasn't in love with going to school. Let's put it that way. I, right, I just, right. you know, it's, it is what it is, man. And uh, it was, uh, you know, out of all the things in life that one might regret, I probably my my one of my few regrets is that I I probably should have worked a little harder in the class than I did. You know, maybe if I worked as hard in the class as I did out of the class, I, <laughs> I would have. Uh, right. Yeah, but but um, so my grades were average, you know, but I took very difficult classes at at Mac Humber Whitney. Mm-hmm. I took the I took the computer programming and data processing shop. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, had a lot of, a uh, lot of difficult classes, accounting and, and, you know, programming and, and other different difficult classes. So mm-hmm. f- for me, I was doing pretty good 
you know, <laughs> just to stay, keep my head above water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, about my senior year, halfway into my senior year, um, the high school had found me a job in the co-op program. Okay. So I, so I literally only had to come to school for like one hour a day. I came in for American mm-hmm. government mm-hmm. and then went to work. So I had a job. Um, and, uh, that job turned into a little bit better job and that job turned into a little bit better job. And, uh, then I met my wife to be at one of those jobs and, um, and a couple years, you know, a few years later we were married. I got married in, uh, 91, Mm -hmm. September, September of 91. Um, we're still married today. 31 years strong. Yeah. Best 25 years of my life. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so in 93, we had our first son, Jimmy Jennings, the third. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. And a couple years later in 95, had our second son, our only two children. And uh, they're both now, uh, Jimmy's going to be 30 years old this wow. year already. Wow. I know that. Wow. Talk about aging yourself, man. I was worried about when I turned 30. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> my kids getting ready to turn 30, man. So, wow. Yeah, but both boys are doing great. Both of them are married now within the last couple of years mm-hmm. and uh, had our first two grandchildren. One, You know, both of them had a grandbaby. Nice. And yeah, so I've uh, got one granddaughter and one grandson. Both of them are less, you know, less than a year old. And, yeah. and um, the wife and I, you know, we're doing good and, and, uh, we still working hard every day. And yeah, we both work at the, uh, at the university at Toledo medical center. I work in, nice. I work, yeah, I work in the finance department and she works in radiology and, uh, you know, we're plugging away one hour at a time and, and life is good, man. You know? Yeah. Nice. Nice. I, um, I saw a picture of you on a boat. Seems like to I, me you had a, as a matter of fact, I remember being down on the lake or somewhere and I ran into you and you were on a boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I got it's been a boat. years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I always have enjoyed fishing out on Lake Erie. Yes. So, uh, so I bought a couple of years back. Well, I've uh, had different boats over the years, but you know, I've got a nice boat that I uh, put in the driveway and, and when the, when the conditions are right, you know, yeah. the fam, the family and I head out onto the water and That's see awesome. if we can't, can't pull in a few fish, you know, that is awesome. Well, yeah. my, my brother, we are absolutely. Um, I, I'm, I, sometimes when I say stuff, I have to fight back tears because it's personal for me. Oh uh, yeah, the, the, believe the, me. The relationship and the, all the sweat and tears and the times, the games we won together, the things yeah. we accomplished. So I got to pull back and go. Wait a minute, you're doing a podcast. <laughs> you, can't be, you can't be out here crying, Hank. <laughs> funny, you, funny you would say that because I was thinking the same. Thing. I start, I start talking about you know some things that are very personal to me, man. And, yeah. and before you know it, I'm I'm like pulling at my own heartstrings and stuff. Right. Yeah. So right. I know exactly. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, but we, the family here at the Toledo athletes, seventies and eighties, we, we just want to thank you for coming by, taking time right. out. A lot of folks say they're, they, 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 they're going to come and, and, and some do, and a lot of them do, but some don't. And we don't want to, uh, turn anybody away. But when you do come, if you get invited, first of all, 
Uh-huh. And it's personal for me. It's something right. special about you that I want somebody else to hear. Oh and man. Then, so there's that's that's what it means to me. Oh man, I'll tell you, Hank, I yeah. feel everything you're saying, man. It's 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 uh it is a personal and, and heartfelt thing. Well, brother, we appreciate you coming by and we thank you. Jim Jennings, yeah. Toledo yes. Mac Humber Whitney. Yes, sir. This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s.